Hi, I'm Rosie Acosta. I'm a meditation teacher, speaker, and author of You Are Radically Loved, a healing journey to self-love. Look, I grew up in East Los Angeles during the 92 LA riots, and it set me on a troubled path. I didn't grow up with mentors in my life, so I turned to reading as many books as I possibly could to learn about the purpose of life. In my journey, I found that having these conversations gave me life, and I decided I wanted to create a place where I could share these conversations with my community. So come have a sit with me as we learn about, well, everything. Guess what, everyone? Guess what day it is? Ooh, my favorite. <laughs> Wisdom. <laughs> Wednesday. Yes. <laughs> a good day. It is a good day. It is a good day for a Wisdom Wednesday. Today, I think the topic that I want to dive into is the world of relationship building. Mm -hmm. There's so much we've had at this point, so many great authors and speakers on the show going into these topics and really all of the lessons that we learn in building relationships. So today I really want to talk about a specific type of relationship. I want to talk about the specific type of relationship that allows you to build a career Mm, so good. Yes. So I'll share a little bit of my experiences, Tessa, a lot of which, you know, and then I'd love to hear your experiences and just your, your perspective on this topic, because one of the things that I learned early on in my life experience, my career, et cetera, I know the importance of relationships since I was a child, right? I mean, it really, mm -hmm. me building the right relationships in the environment that I grew up in was life-saving. I mean, this is no joke, you know? I had to be a nice and strong girl to grow up in an environment where whenever I'd have to walk home, I'd walk through, I'm going to do air quotes, rivaling neighborhoods, right? And even though you're not part or having a gang affiliation, if you live in a certain, on a certain block, you are by default part of whatever gang affiliation that block is represented by. Mm. And so I just remember even being a kid knowing, oh, this is so-and-so's house from this gang, their child is in the same grade as I am. So I know if they know me as being Tommy's friend, then I'll be safe walking home, right? Mm -hmm. So it wasn't like I befriended Tommy because I'm like, oh, I need to be safe. But I understood, see, understanding the importance of that relationship, knowing that it was going to keep, hopefully, right? Keep me safe, right? And just the importance of knowing to be nice to everyone because you never know who anyone is or related to, right? So coming at it from a survival yeah. <laughs> aspect, right? As you get older. Same thing when I was in high school. By the time, you know, I was in my early 20s, I was working in a hair salon and, you know, I was in a environment where there was a lot of working professionals and it was all about relationships. Some of these stylists had started from nothing, nowhere. They 
come out of beauty school, how do you go from beauty school to styling some of the most famous people in the world? I mean, there was like Ricky Martin and Madonna coming into the salon. I mean, at the time, early 2000s, these were the biggest stars in the world, right? So it was always fascinating to me to see how do you go from being somebody that goes to beauty school, graduates, and now you're doing this, you know? And the thing that across the board in my working career, then as a teacher, then as a meditation teacher, and and then as an entrepreneur and so on, was the power of relationships and how important it is to nurture the people in your life because you never know where the next opportunity is going to come from or where the next great awakening is going to happen. You know, like what great lesson do you have? What is this person teaching you about yourself? It's either teaching you how to be and how not to be, right? Same thing when I entered this world. I've always been a fan of, yeah, you never, I've had, the reason why I feel that way too, it wasn't just a survivalist mechanism for me. It was also, I just got to experience the sort of asset of human to human relationships, you know, like being able to acknowledge people, whatever their background is, whatever their status was, is important. I think I I wrote about this in the book and I don't remember it making fully, making it into the book fully, but when I did work at the salon, there was a story where somebody was mean to our housekeeper of the salon, you know, just kind of treated her Mm -hmm. like the help and she was not human. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. I, at the time was the gatekeeper of that salon, meaning Mm -hmm. my boss, the owner of the studio, the salon listened to whatever I had to say and fortunately really respected my opinion. Mm -hmm. So when a B-list celebrity came in thinking she was an A-list celebrity coming in there and treating Veronica like shit. I had to step in and say, absolutely not. This is not okay. And you, you now fucked with the wrong girl because now I have something to say about it. And now my boss is not going to be happy about what I have to say about it. And fortunately he was able to, you know, he sided with me and, and that person never came back and obviously doesn't have a career now. And I would attribute that to her terrible attitude and how she treated people. But again, relationships, you know, and I just, I don't know. I think it's really important for us to always learn how to nurture those relationships. I know I'm going off on a tangent. I do have a point. I think it's important for people to understand how somebody goes from you know, for example, me, how you go from getting arrested for trying to steal a cop car, being a troublemaker to, you know, teaching on the same stage as First Lady Michelle Obama. Like there is a process that happens and a lot of other people are involved. For example, people might think, oh, you know, you just, you have this platform and I bet you get opportunities all the time. And who's your PR people, company. I have never, up until this year, 2022, I've never worked with a publicist or a PR. 
I've had three covers of magazines. I've been, you know, featured in in many notable publications. I've been on some great podcasts. Every single one of those opportunities that allow for exposure were given to me by people I knew, meaning mm-hmm. relationships that I'd build and nurtured over time. There was no publicist that pitched me and somebody's like, oh, this is a great, even though I think it's for some people, it might be the only way, but it's what I've said to you, Tessa, before. Mm-hmm. I started off as you know, I, a yoga teacher. I was teaching yoga and I was teaching classes with little, like two to zero students in the beginning. And the way I started teaching at Nike was because one day I came to my 7 p.m. class at the yoga space and there was, I think those two or three people in the class. I taught my class just the same as I would teach it, whether it was one or 60 people. And I love teaching that, you know, it's why I, I really love it. I enjoy it. I enjoy allowing the space for people to have an experience. And the one student, would, that was her first time taking my class, she really enjoyed it and asked what other classes I teach and, you know, where else and times. And she had taken that class by chance because normally she would never be able to make it to that class. So it, it just was sort of a kismet experience. Hmm. Well, I'm not kidding. A couple of days later, she sends an email saying, hey, I really loved your class. Would you ever want to come to teach at my job? (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, sure. No, yeah, of course I would love to come teach. Where where do you work? And she's like, I am the head of, I'm not going to say, so such and such role at Nike. And I was like, okay, what? I was like, okay. I'm like, "Uh, what I, yes, let's do it. And you know, that's just one example. And then I got to work with them and I did some content for them. And it it was the beginning of this, you know, long term, I got to teach there while I was living up in Portland, Oregon. And Mm -hmm. I can't even tell you the amount of opportunities that came from meeting all of those people. You know, I think for a lot of people out there who maybe are starting out or feel the desire to expand quickly. I would say if it expands quickly, it will dissolve quickly. Hmm. And you guys know I'm a marathoner. I love the long, the long road. It's not always fun, but I can tell you from experience, nurturing those relationships, showing up fully as you want to be in the world and always, always showing up with integrity, with honesty, with vulnerability, and with your whole heart, I promise that those opportunities will come. Hmm. It just, it's inevitable. I mean, that's where I really go into the woo world, world, the woo, woo world of the power of attraction, because I've experienced it. I've seen it. I've seen what happens when you show up and there's only two people in your class. I've seen it when by chance, you know, one of your dear friends all of a sudden gets an opportunity and they say, oh, I have a friend Mm -hmm. that also does this, you know? So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I'm curious to hear your thoughts and what your perspective is 
on those reflections. On all of these things. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I have so many examples. I could go in many different directions and not just in my life, but just in, in observing people closest to me and my family, like Christopher, for example, who's this young little budding human being that's getting ready to spread his wings and fly off into the world. He's turning 21 next month. I'm so excited <gasps> for him. But what happened for him recently, so he's very into CrossFit. He goes to the CrossFit gym every morning at, I want to say like 6 a.m. <laughs> Wait, yeah. at the gym at 6? Yeah, he's up and he's just dedicated to building those muscles. <laughs> He really is. <laughs> and let me tell you, from the little boy, I have the fondest memory of way back in the day. He was five years old. We were spending Christmas at his parents' house in Chicago, Jorge's parents' house in Chicago. And Jorge and I were doing just like plyometrics in the house. We were doing push-ups or something like that. And he, Christopher's, bless his five-year-old heart, is trying to do push-ups with us. <laughs> and... He had just eaten something. So he's like doing the push-ups with his butt in the air and he's just bending his elbows. And then all of a sudden he starts puking. He starts throwing up. Jorge, this is a total side tangent. Jorge is the man that you want in a disaster situation. Sticks his hands out, catches the throw up in his hands. And Jorge has done this for multiple people, multiple times, (sighs) me included. (laughs) Oh, wow. Anyways, total side tangent. (laughs) Catches his throw up. So that Christopher was highly motivated to work out from a very young age. Anyways, fast forward to the future. He's at this CrossFit gym and he's studying. He's in his third year of college. He's, He's a double major biology and chemistry. And he's starting to think about internships and, you know, what, what's after college because he only has one year left after this. So it happens that in his CrossFit class is a woman who is a scientist also who works at the lab in Portland at OHSU. So the woman's like, do you want to come work at the lab? <laughs> Christopher's like, okay. And so he sets up a meeting with her boss and goes and visits the lab. And they're like, well, you can decide if you'd like to volunteer or if you'd like us to pay you or if you're interested in a certain kind of research, let us know because we can put you in touch with that lab. And basically they said to him, like, we're very well connected. So just let us know what you're interested in and we'll wow. put you right in there. I mean, talk about being in the right place, the place at the right at the time, right time. Oh. and the power of networking, right? And the power yes. of who you know and, and being in relationship with others. Like he had no idea that he was crossfitting with this woman who's going to potentially propel his career into, I don't know, the cure for some, he's interested in yeah. pathology. So the, the cure for some future disease. Oh. I mean, that's just one example I could tell you. Multiple. No, but that's but that's the thing, right? I mean, how often has that even happened for you? You know, where all of a sudden, exactly. oh, somebody came to your class and then this person thought, oh, hey, do you want to come teach at this Hawkeye. event? Yeah, whatever, whatever it may be. Yeah. I think this is why it's so important to always, one of my mentors would always say, you got to suit up and show up, right? Yeah. I mean, he was big yeah. he's a big uh, speaker in the world of AA. And I know that that's a common 
moniker that people use all the time as a mantra, suit up and show up. And you got to suit up and show up every single time. The minute that you leave your house, you know, I, Mm -hmm. I remember one time leaving to go teach and I got to, I got to class in Portland and one of the students was like, Oh, why, why are you always so dressed up to come teach class? And I just remember being just a little taken back. And I mean, I wasn't, I was in yoga pants and a shirt, like a t-shirt, you know, (laughs) and just my hair was brushed and I put my eyebrows on. I didn't even have mascara on, you know, and I just had some brows on and, um, I just looked like I was there showered, ready to, to lead my class. And I just thought that that was really interesting. You know, I, I, I think I just come from a background of, especially for a lot of, you know, kids that grow up with immigrant parents, taking pride in your appearance, you know, always feeling like I'm going to suit up and show up. I want to show up with the respect of people's time on my mind. I want to show people how serious I am about being here. So I took the time to ready myself so that I can show up fully for you, right? It it doesn't come from a place of like, oh, I want to look good, you know? Mm. It comes from this place of just trying to not embarrass like my family, right? To always show up because I did the opposite, you know, when you're young. I'm just like, I had, you know, like black hair. I dyed my hair blue, black. And uh-huh. I wore like, you know, just I was a, like a goth kid, you know, and mm-hmm. I wore my docks and I was just like, everything was ripped. Everything was ripped. You know, my backpack was filthy and it had tagging all over it and patches, misfits, you know. <laughs> and I remember it. Man, it bothered my mom so much. You know, it just really freaked her out. She just was like, you know, we, we, she's like, we sacrificed so much to buy you jeans and then you put holes in them. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. understand. You know, she just had a real issue with, with that. And she's like, you know, impressions really matter. You go into a place and they're going to see you and they're going to think you're just some hoodlum, you know, like they're just going to think you're just, like a little troublemaker, you know? And I'm like, I am a troublemaker. That was part of the thing, right? So yeah. as I got older and I, I realized that, and sometimes, you know, your parents can tell you things, you're not, it's not going to land until the oh, right person sure. tells you, right? And it yeah. wasn't until I got my first job working at the mall where I had to, you know, like not look like I just came out of a mosh pit you know? (laughs) So, okay, I got to brush the hair. I've got to, you know, really heed what my parents have always said. You know, it's important to represent yourself appropriately. And that really, that stayed with me for a long, long time. And I think that it does relate to the relationships that you make because, you know, you go out on a date, you put your best foot forward. You're going on a date because you're wanting to hopefully cultivate a long-term relationship or maybe just a long-term for that night. Who knows? Whatever you're doing. <laughs> you want way. to put your best... First right, impression. Either way, first impressions. And I think, okay, today is going to be the best day of my life. How do I want to present myself? And even now, mm-hmm. like, I can wear my ripped concert tees and it's fine. You know, I'm like, I'm established. I have a career. I don't really have to impress anybody, but I still, you know, I have a speaking gig and I 
try to put my best foot forward because I want people to know that I take myself seriously. Not too seriously, but serious enough that I value their time and value the space that we're inhabiting together, right? Mm. Yeah, I, love I don't know. That. I mean, what do you think? Oh, yeah, I love that. I think there's a couple things on my mind with as it relates to that. And first is when you're showing up to something like that, that maybe you're at the start of your career, you're building something and things are feeling kind of like, for lack of a better word, falling flat, like you you don't have huge numbers or a huge turnout mm. or something like that. Rosie talked about this. You never know who's in your class. You never know who's in your audience. You never know who that person is really and where they're influence may lie or where your paths might intersect. However, I wouldn't suggest, and I don't, Rosie's not saying this at all, but I wouldn't suggest like making that your motivation, Mm -hmm. like always show up for yourself and understand, and I say this all the time on this podcast, understand why you're showing up what you're doing and what the purpose is there. Because at the end of the day, like if you're always waiting for that callback, if you're always waiting for that big break, I feel like there's going to be a lot of waiting and a lot of disappointment. And that's Mm going to be like the general feel and theme of you showing up. Yes. Let me tell you what your big break is going to be, everyone. Newsflash, you are your big break. Mm -hmm. Nobody's going to, it's what I said in my book when I wrote, nobody's going to come rescue you. You have that lifesaver. You are your own rescue. You have to build your platform. You have to be able to build what you want yourself. Nobody's going to build it for you. You're not just going to acquire millions of followers and all of a sudden, now you can do your best work. Do your best work when you've got one follower. Do your best work when you've got one subscriber to your newsletter. Do your best work when you have one person listening to your podcast. I promise you, if you really just focus on that, on how you're showing up and the work that you're putting out into the world and really show up honestly with your whole heart, with that clear intention of of why you're doing what you're doing, it will build. It can't, you can't not proliferate that energy. It just does what it's supposed to do, you know, and you can't beat yourself up over not having the eyes on you, you know, focus on building your relationships, Mm -hmm. focus on building your relationships. Number one, nurture every single relationship that you have. Yeah. Hell yeah. So that's my story and I'm sticking to it. It's a good one. (laughs) I like that story. (laughs) Oh, great. Thank you everybody for being here and for listening. We're so happy to be back for Wisdom Wednesday. As always, send us your suggestions or any thoughts that you may have or any topics that you want us to cover. Send your topic to info at radicallylove.com. Both Tess and I get those emails, so you will get a response and maybe your topic will be the source of our next conversation. Yay. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening to the Radically Loved Podcast. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Facebook at Radically Loved Rosie, on Instagram at Rosie Acosta, and Twitter at Rosie Acosta. By the way, this is original music by DJ Taz Rashid. You can follow DJ Taz on Spotify and check out the best music for yoga and meditation. 
This has been a Mod Pod Studio production. Check them out at www.modpodstudio.com. <laughs>